Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, uh, yeah. We've got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose team is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. And welcome to this week's edition of Sports and Things. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have the fellas, John Lane. John Lane and Trey Ely. We are without uh, Jay here. I think he went to sleep as past his bedtime. Uh, what yeah, up, fellas? Yeah. We, this is a sports podcast where we are artists and musicians who love to talk sports. And right now, we had just landed, John and I have just landed in Eugene, Oregon. Home of the meth. Stay on the Oregon Trail. Home of leaving. Nike and meth. Nike and meth. That's going to be the, the title. Yeah. Show. Eugene, Oregon. There home of go. Nike and Eugene, meth. Eugene, Oregon. Home of Nike and meth. Are we going to the, <laughs> Nike, the Nike uh, um, headquarters? We probably, I know Amir was trying know. to set we that up. A, Amir, Amir was going to set it up. Uh, we'll see. Um, we went before. It was it's massive. They got a, a really big well now, so when we went, they had the Michael Jordan um uh facility and now they got LeBron and Serena's facility there. Yeah. All right. Well, They're gonna also install a um uh, Sean Taylor facility, but it's just gonna be nothing but a dick sporting goods. Yo. <laughs> uh, Are we talking about that today? We're not even you're not even it's not even oh yeah, it is, it is. All right. Uh, well, let's let's go. Let's start, let's with, start the, with that. Let's just start with that. All right. Well, fine. Uh, they unveiled the Sean Taylor um, statue uh, last weekend, and the reports that came back were that it was very lackluster. Um, you guys saw it. What what are your takes up takeaways from it? I, I saw I saw two things. It was like you know it wasn't supposed to be, uh, um, it wasn't supposed to be like a statue. Like it wasn't supposed to be like a, um. It was supposed to be like his uniform, like an unveiling of, uh, uh, what did they say? I can't remember what they said, but it wasn't supposed to be a statue, basically. But what did you guys think about what you they, saw? They said, it was, they said it was an honor 
of Sean Taylor, but there were other reports that said it was supposed to be a statue. So when right. people the heard the word statue, yeah. they were yeah. expecting, expecting like to what see the Baltimore like Ravens have with uh, Ray Lewis's statue outside of MT Bank Stadium. But or like Shaq's outside of CryptoCon. <laughs> yeah, or Michael Jordan outside of the um the Bulls arena. But right. um mm-hmm. according to other reports, I think Trey said this is that uh the Taylor family, like his daughter and his wife, uh they were the ones that came up with the idea. Yeah, Jay just Hill like... Jay Hill shared that. Oh okay. She came up with it. It was it was the idea of just showing his uniform. Jay, with you want to chime in? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um and the daughter seemed very emotional. She seemed very happy about it. So, so I think there's just been a misinterpretation of what it was supposed to be versus what we all expected it to be. So if someone would just clear that up, then... Isn't that the president's job or the the president of PR for the team to clear that up? You mean Jason, right? No, he's the president of... He's he's the president of football operations. Who's the the woman? I don't know who that is. Man, they hired a PR person. I'm not sure who it is. All right, well... uh, but what what are your takeaways? What did you think about it? Uh, it was pretty boring to me. I mean, uh, I, I don't I don't know exactly what it's supposed to supposed to be. I mean, it literally does just look like it. Ju- it just looks like something you would see at you know at Foot Locker or at Macy's. It's just it just yeah. it's just a mannequin with his uniform on it. I thought they were gonna have something with the like his face, you know? Yeah, yeah. His actual likeness, not just his jersey. No, yeah, yeah, I get they it. Just put a he was more than a jersey. jersey. He was a person. Like, why they didn't put his face? But they you know, I heard, that, I heard, I heard someone say, and they weren't trying to be um, disrespectful. Um, you know, they started off by saying, you know, first of all, rest in peace, Sean Taylor. I, I understand why they're doing it, but I don't understand why they're doing it for Sean Taylor and why they're not doing it for more other important Redskins like Art Monk. You know Joe Theismann, John Riggins. Because they're you know, trying those... to ride on that wave of emotion, man. But don't they have don't the don't Joe Theismann and Art Monk don't they have their jerseys up in the stadium? They they have their numbers, I think. Well, they no, they ring don't. Of they, honor. They're ring in the of ring honor. of honor. Oh. They, it hasn't been their numbers are not retired though, but they haven't been the ring of honor. But they they're looking at this situation. The the person who had called in on the junkies was basically saying why why are we doing this for Sean Taylor when, you know, again, he wasn't trying to be disrespectful. He was basically just saying there are other Redskins who were, who had more of an impact and yeah, he gets it. You know, he was murdered. He was taken away too soon. It was very unfair, but why are we not trying to build a statue for Chris Cooley or John Riggins or Chris Cooley? Yeah, man. Chris Cooley had a major impact. He was the best receiver on the Redskins for like ten years. He played when Santana played, though. Yeah, but he had he had better numbers than Santana. It, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you put that on quarterback play, though? Not position. Uh, well, Chris Cooley had like six quarterbacks. That's what I'm saying. Like you put it on quarterback. <laughs> the quarterbacks are always going to dump down to the tight end before they try to toss it up to the wide receiver. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess his point was to say he felt he felt like there should have been other Redskins who d- deserve a quote unquote statue before Sean Taylor. I, you know what? I don't disagree with that. 
Um, I think it's in poor taste to make that argument, though. It is because well, considering what? the fact that how Sean Taylor died. Yeah, it's, I think it's. I think it's just. I think it's tone deaf. Is what I'm saying to make that argument. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you might have I, a I mean, point, but what? What? Why? Why do you have a point? Well, I don't don't think he was trying to take anything away from what happened to Sean Taylor. I mean, we had the Jersey, um, we had the Jersey retirement earlier in the season, which was also Um, lackluster. That was definitely lackluster, but I kind of agreed with him. I kind of feel like if there was one former Redskin that deserves a statue before Sean Taylor is Daryl Green. For sure. Because he had a major, major impact on the way this team he had a major points. impact on how you played the position of cornerback. Yeah. 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 I mean, but this team it's, is just poor at planning events. Yeah. I mean, well, period. They're just this this particular leadership group is terrible. And I put it on Jason Wright. He's the team president. They're the person I was, yeah, it starts events. at the top. The person I was talking about was uh Julie Donaldson. She's the senior vice president. Oh, of the yeah, yeah. She works for who Jason Wright, right? No, I, yeah. I get it. He, but she would be the person that speaks out about the whole thing, right? That's her job to speak out about what happens, not the unless, president. Unless Jason Wright chose to speak out, some issues he's going to say, okay, like I need to step up and get in front of this. Fair enough. Which he should. Um. Yeah. All right. Uh. So everybody agrees. It. It just. It, I guess if his family's cool with it, then it's cool. But like. Fans, I think I think fans are always gonna at this point they're always gonna find something wrong with something. Even if you go to if you go to the Washington Commanders website, the first thing that pops up is Washington football team. So they're, they're still working behind wow. the curve. It's so hey, weird. Like yes, yes. The whole just, remember the whole name unveiling. Not only did it leak and all that stuff, but then when it came out, they had Doug Williams announce it all confused. We're uh, the com- uh, we're the uh, Commanders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, like, fanfare. They didn't have, like, a banner drop or nothing. They didn't pop a champagne bottle. They just... Why well, eh, didn't come out in a uniform or nothing? commanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't pull yeah. nothing. Out. Like, they just... It was... It was, like... Yeah. Was no fanfare uh, whatsoever. Well, okay, let's move on. Um, well, the new owner is going to change the name again, so we'll, we'll try one more time. <laughs> sure. The Primes. The Primes. <laughs> The Washington, the Washington Primes. Primes. Washington Primes. Washington Prime before. All right. Uh, speaking of the Commanders, the Commanders are now sitting seven and five with Heineke at quarterback after the win against the Falcons, um, and they're currently sitting at seventh. Um, can Heineke or can they win and get to the playoffs with Heineke? They can. It's looking they're like it. it. So I, yeah, I would say they can. Well, you got to look at the rest of the schedule. What's the rest of the schedule? The Giants. We played the Giants a bunch of times. It's like twice, Which, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we played the Giants twice. Giants are losing though. So yeah, they haven't been playing well as of late, and they're not very good against the run. And we now have a three-headed monster with what's we his have name been Williams. That football, Lord have mercy. Yeah, we have Williams now as the th- three-headed, the third of the three-headed monster. But, so, but Robinson, boy, that dude. Well, and, and um, Gibson's been running too. I mean, everybody. Gibby's been running really well. But man, some of them runs with Brian Robinson. It's like y'all are gonna have to force me to go down. I'm not going down. Yeah, he trucked that boy last week. Mm. That was that looked like something from Madden, like '96 Madden. No, he trucked that boy. That looks terrible. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so they play the Giants this Sunday, and they play them again before the season's out. 
who do you guys pick uh, to win the game this Sunday? I'm very mm-hmm. nervous about the game. Um, so am I. I'm very nervous about the game. The Giants are coming off some losses and need to win. I think we're riding a little higher than we we should be. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're a little happy. But don't you uh, want that going into a week after a win? Yeah, you do want to be riding high, but sometimes riding high gets you caught slipping too. You know, well, hold up. John, you marched in the band, right? Trey, you marched in the band at the University of Maryland? Not in Maryland. I did march in band in high school. You remember I how, like, high school too. when you marched and then y'all had a good week and then all this fanfare, like, hey, you guys did great. And then Monday you come back and they were like, that was shit. <laughs> like, yeah, do that. <laughs> like, they had a good weekend. Break them down, build them up. They do it all the time. Like, yeah. I, oh, just I give me it. your picks then. Um, Trey. I'm not picking against them because I want them to win bad enough. I'm going to go with the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21-17. Respectable. Le- left hand up. Uh, what? John? Um, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to, they're going to um, build a little bit of humility next weekend. Um, it's going to be in Jersey. Two straight losses for the Giants. I think they're going to regroup. Brian Dable is going to be coach of the year. He's going to regroup that team. They're going to find a way to get Daniel Jones to be better at quarterback because he is just not doing whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, out of all the had I don't think that's going to happen. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Daniel Jones has had some games where he's won. He, he's won games with. He's won games by being mediocre, and that's all on Brian Dable. So I think they're going to regroup. I have the Giants winning it. Uh, I'm going to say twenty-three to seventeen. All right, and my take is always the same take. Washington Commanders are averaging about nineteen-five a game. If they can't score over twenty-one points. And you got Saquon back there still able to produce the way he's gonna the way he produces. Um, it's scary. Now, I I kind of default to the commanders being able to put up points. So I'm gonna say shit. Uh let's say it's gonna be tight. Uh I'll go commanders. Um mm. and I'll say 17-14. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think they're going to they have be a bye week. week. They got a bye week after that? Yeah. They have a bye yeah. week, and then they, they welcome the Giants in D.C. Yeah, we play the Giants the next two games. Jeez, in and, the world. And then we play the then we go out west to play the 49ers, and then okay. we play Deshaun Watson and get massages from him. And then our last game is against mm. the Cowboys. All right. Uh, y'all want to pick the rest of the season? We could pick the rest of the season. What do you said? So it's the Giants again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Browns. Browns at home. Cowboys. Cowboys at home. Home, home, away, away. Um, this next weekend is away. After the bye week is at home. 49ers is away, and then the last two games are at home. Oh, so they got three home games, and then 
one away game in the last four games of the season. Yes. Got it. Um, all right. So Giants at home. Who do you pick? I'm going commanders. All right. Hold on. Let me get in. I'm going commando. Jesus. All right. <laughs> commanders, John. You want to give me a score for that one? Uh, I'm going to say 2017. 20, oh, 2017. All right. Trey? I'm going to go with a sweep on the Giants. How about that? Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> the home Both. joint going to be 28 to 14. <laughs> Yikes. All I right. hope Authentic is listening to this podcast. All right. <laughs> I hope I'm, not. He's a trolling ass motherfucker. I think it's going to be, you know, if they roll, if they roll them this week, they win this week, they get a buy and they come back off a buy. I can see a sweep, but it's not realistic. So I'm going to split it. I'm going to say Giants um, win that game 23-14. All right, the 49ers. Heck no. <laughs> you know what? Um, All the shit I talk about Jimmy G. Jimmy G's actually playing really good football right now. Uh, we ain't yeah. winning that. Huh? We ain't winning that. All right, uh, Trey, what's your number? No, you picking. Uh, 49ers. Um, they gonna score a point. Well, no, our defense is pretty solid. I, I give them 21. I give us 14. 21-14. Uh, John? 49ers, 27-24. All right. So, yeah. You know, honestly, so Washington Command... Hold on. You said 21... Trey, you said 21-14? Yeah. And, John, you said... 27-24. 49ers? Yep. 27-24. Um... The 49ers are averaging 22 points a game under Jimmy G. So mm. I'm going to say 49ers win that game uh, 30 to 21. Damn. Yeah. 21, uh, 21, 21. Next one is Browns with Deshaun at quarterback. Oh, I got uh, Commanders. Uh, I say Commanders. Uh, hmm. You know, you know I got to look at their defense again, but I'm going to say Commanders 31, Browns 23. All right. It won't be Deshaun Watson's first game, but he's going to have a very slow start. Craig? Who wants a body massage? Oh, Lord. Um, I think we're going to go with Commanders. <laughs> um, commanders, 24 to 17. All right. And I'm going to say Commanders win that game 28 to 14. Uh, who's left? Oh, the Brown, oh, the Cowboys. Oof. Sheesh. 
We win. We gonna beat them because we ain't gonna let them sweep us. All right. So wait, wait, hold up. If 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 the count goes the way we're looking at the count, they win the next out of five games. They win the next three games out of five. That puts them at ten and and what ten and ten and, ten and seven. Ten and seven. That's that's wild card, right? That's definitely a wild card. All right, which is where they are right now. They're in the hunt for the wild card for sure. So, yeah. uh, Cowboys, let me score. Trey. Mm. Uh, that one is going to be 24 to 22. Uh, cow- uh, Cowboys? No. Oh. Washington. No. All right, man. Hey, listen. All right. Uh, John? Cowboys, 38. Washington 13. Damn. Just like last season. You know what though? I'm I'm interested in it because Dak has been playing, but Dak has been coughing up the ball too. So with that True. defense, Kendall that defense is get his hands stupid. on the ball. What do you think? I don't know. Kendall Fuller's gonna get his hands on that football. Not against CD Lane. Yeah, and Elliot uh Elliot isn't a factor for real to me. No, Tony um, Pollard is Tony Pollard is balling uh, well, right both now. Both they're running. Elliot and Pollard look good against the Giants on Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, but you know, Elliot is is sporadic in his showing. So, and it's a home game. I'm going to pick the, the Washington. Um, <laughs> Left hand up. Twenty-one seven. Damn. Yeah, I think that defense is going to terrorize um, that offense. Hmm. I mean, Which I hope you all are right. <laughs> right. That'll put us at uh, 10 and 7, and then hopefully be in a, in a, in a wild card chase. Uh, all right, let's move on to the NBA or the, the local NBA, uh, Washington Wizards. They, um, they're still playing mediocre. Would you guys agree? <laughs> <laughs> at this point we talked about it last time we did a show they don't have a leader um even though bradley bill is supposed to be that person um yeah no they don't so what what do, what do they do at this point what, what would you do as a gm or head coach as a trey, GM. trey bought a jersey so <laughs> trey's all in he bought he bought that trey blossom jersey he's <laughs> yeah, all in you see whose name is on it yeah, they need to go ahead and put you in. <laughs> <laughs> I got some mediocre shots. <laughs> um, as a GM, I would uh start investigating how to get Wimbanyama. Oh, you just move on to the next season. I'm I'm moving on to next season. Can't do anything now. It's not oh, wait, you oh, can do. wait, wait, I mean, hold on. So you can mediocre. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay saying, right yeah. Now. They're sitting at seven yeah. right now in the Eastern yeah, Conference. Over the, over the, the Hawks. Subpar teams. Over the Knicks. What was their record through 20 games? It through was, 20? It, it, it 20, was 11 mid- and 10. It was 10 and 10. Yeah, the last yeah. the last 10 games, last they went season. six and four. Pro Steelers. Yeah, but, but they're, um, they're sitting at seven. They're in, playing subpar teams. I mean, yeah. They went one and two against the Miami Heat. Miami they, Heat is 10 and they, 10, 10 and 11. 
Yeah, but Miami Heat's been playing like super strong teams. They've been playing some pretty good teams. So I mean, no, those losses. The Heat is solid. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't sleeping yeah. on them. They're solid. Um. Yeah, man, they're just they're freaking mediocre, man. There's no identity on that team. They play really soft. They beat the Timberwolves tonight, and the Timberwolves are are jack. They don't have Cat. Cat left with a non-contact injury, so he might be oh. out for a while. Trey ain't got no so, cat noises? Crazy. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, know, I think man. that I think that twin tower. Oh, I can't can't say twin tower. Sorry. Ooh. Apologies. You know, the the the, the double center um with uh Gobert and Cat, it doesn't work. Like Yeah, one has to be a forward. You can't have two centers. One has to like score. <laughs> well, like, yeah. And Cat can score, but he's not that guy. But see, if you bring Wimbanyama, then you have, uh, you put Wimbanyama at, at like a strong four. I mean, he, he is super tall, but you either have to put him at a strong four and let uh, Porzingis be the five or switch. And I don't see Porzingis being a four at all. I think about that kid. can shoot from the outside really well. Yeah, my thing about that kid is always going to be the same thing. When you put him in the league, in the NBA league with people who play that position. I mean, like he's bigger, he's, he's more scrawny than Kevin Durant uh, for sure. Yeah. And you know, Kevin Durant getting knocked around from time to time too. Like, it's not like he can go in there and bang with cats. Like he's not that player. So you want this guy to be your four at seven, what two. Yeah. I mean, he's tall for the position, but I mean, what else are you going to do unless you, you decide you're going to trade Trade, uh, you know, one of the fives. Not trading Porzingis. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was only looking for the cat sale. He was looking for the cat sales. <laughs> yeah, man. And that's you still have to get him. Like you still got to get him in the, in the draft. If you don't get him in the draft, wh- what do you do this yeah. season? What do you like? How do you define you? At, at some point, your team has to have a defining moment that says, "This is what we are." Either we 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 are rebuilding. Or we're contending, right? If you're rebuilding, at some point you're gonna sit Bill, you're gonna sit Porzingis, you're gonna sit everybody so they, they don't risk injury. Where do you think they are 21 games into the season at this point? Mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> this I mean, is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's really, I mean, that's just that that is the definition of of the Wizards, man. They just cannot. They just can't seem to get out of that. And I feel like the only way they can get out of it is if they make a massive move. They might need to sell the farm to get Wimbanyan. They're going to need to trade up because they're going to have the number 11 through 15 pick in the draft next year. That boy ain't going to trade up. I think they no, he's not. Themselves... He's going to be number one. Yeah, I think they painted themselves in the corner with giving Bradley Beal a max deal. And there could be arguments that he deserved it. I'm not here for that. What I'm basically saying, though, is he's a very good player, but he is not the guy that's going to take you to the promise. Like, he's not by himself. He's not. So he's, he's a shorter Kevin Durant? LeBron or, uh, I don't even think he's that. And the thing is, yeah. the thing is, you max out on him and everything's based on him. So 
you got what you got. So you, when 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 his contract was up for discussion, and we were talking about that here, I said that committing to him for a long term max deal was a commitment to mediocrity, and that's yep. I haven't changed how I feel. Yep. Okay. Here's a here's a question. You got um, Kuzma, and you got Hachimura, right? Hachimura. Hachimura. At some point, you got to move on one of those guys. The Lakers moved on Kuzma. And Kuzma I think you got to move on with Rui, man. Yeah. I think his stock is starting to go up, but it's it's going up very slowly. You'll be able to get something for him. But I think if you have to give up one of those two, you got to keep Kuzma and you got to let go of uh, Rui. I just don't think Rui is made for this style of of, of coaching here. My my fear with moving on from Rui is that he's going to he's going to leave and then he's going to ball out. (laughs) Yeah, he is, but he's not going to do anything here. That's why yeah. you, um, you you let him. You, you see the the value of, of his value is going up. So you'll probably get some good picks. Or you'll get someone good for for him. I think Kuzma has a better opportunity here to help with the team. But Trey, you didn't say nothing <laughs> about Rui. Yeah. He's up after this year, too. <laughs> he's up. This is Be it. Gone. Oh, so you're definitely not trading him. Be gone, yeah, he's, this is his last year. Okay, so no, you're not trading Rui. You're going to have to trade somebody else. Yeah, he, um, he exercises 2022-2023 he exercises option, but he's he he's on his fourth, his fourth year, his contract, his rookie contract. Wow, yeah, so you're not trading him. No one's no one's gonna trade for him. They're just gonna wait. They're gonna wait for the season to be over. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you could you could just you, you don't have to move on him. He can he's gonna he's yeah. gonna move himself at this point. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're, I mean, we talked about Tommy. Tommy negotiated some good trades to get us out of contracts, but they're still not. I mean, think. I mean, you got <clears> these guys in these lame duck contract years. I, I mean, what do you you can't do nothing with him now. You just gotta let him walk. Yeah, let him walk. Um, yeah. what's the deal with uh? I'm trying to see what uh, what Porzingis' deal was. What did he sign? Wasn't uh, it three three years? I forgot the number. I thought it was three years. I'm looking right now at a uh, contract. I think they paid him too. Oof. I think it's uh No, he's done this year too. He, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, sorry. Two years. He got two, he got two years. He's done next year. Uh that deal was for like 60 69. Maybe. Woo. Good Dang. lord. Yeah, he's getting 33 million this year. He's getting 36 next year. Good god. All right. Yikes. <laughs> but 
they got cap room, right? So they got room to move stuff. They got room to like make some deals next year. Uh, so maybe they should get Russell Westbrook to do what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go around the league. Um, can the Warriors get back to being a top West team after their slow start? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yes, they can. Yeah. I wasn't. I was. I was never really worried about the Warriors. Um, what's more surprising Lakers is that how good. how uh, Clay is playing. Um, he's playing. Well, Dre, uh, Jay just said he went to get ready for his day tomorrow, so that's why he's not on the show. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. He he's playing. He's putting up numbers again, and it's kind of going under the radar. Yeah, I mean he's um he's he's definitely starting to get back to where he was before the injury. Uh and we're starting to see that impact. But I think it's because of the slow start that you're not really hearing about it. Oh, for sure. They they sitting at they eleven were what, and like ten. Six and ten at one point. They eleven and they eleven and ten right now. They the late yeah, the last ten games, seven and three. Okay. So I mean Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're sitting at nine right now, you know? Um, okay. So that's not like yeah, they'll, alarming. They'll move up. Yeah. I, I think by, you know, my, my thoughts about the NBA always are post all-star week and like what happens oh, after true. all-star week. So, you know, leading up to all-star week, you, you just kind of getting your legs back, you know, and we'll see what happens after that. But I, I think it would be silly to count them out of contention period when you still got Steph you, you still got Draymond you got Poole like who's putting up numbers coming off the bench I think he's up for he's going to be up for six man of the year again um yeah and you got Clay it's like you still got the nucleus that won them what four chips yep so yep they're all still there yeah at least this year and they were talking about breaking that team up but I doubt very seriously if they make a push into the playoffs deep into the playoffs this year they're going to break that team up like yeah, for what you know, um, you know. So yeah, Trey, no comment. He's just looking for sounds. <laughs> the Warriors. I already said yeah. No, they 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 they'll be fine. All right, let's go back to the NFL. Um, if Deshaun Watson, oh no no, he's activated, so he's definitely playing this week. When he comes back this Sunday. Do the Browns stand a chance of making it to the playoffs? No. No. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not no. gonna. They're not gonna make the playoffs. Um, they won that game against nope. the Bucks. Uh, that was that was luck. I gotta say they were in it. They were in it. Um, but Jacoby Brissett is. I feel like. Well, he wasn't playing I, know, terrible. I, haven't, I haven't been studying the Browns, but. I doubt that bringing no, he's in been Deshaun good. Watson. Yeah, I, mean, for, I doubt for, that bringing yeah. in Deshaun Watson is going to make them a better the, the, team. The only thing about it is that division is struggling in general, though. Yeah, I mean that would be the only way they'd make it in. But all the other AFC teams, man. all the other AFC teams, man, the, have been struggling. The, the AFC the Steelers, South is the, the worst. Steelers are no good. Yeah, AFC South. The is Ravens. Terrible. The uh, Ravens are okay. Ravens uh, are at the top of the north right now. Right into the Bengals. Yeah, the Chargers are all right. You got seven and four. 
But not Chargers. I'm sorry. Uh, the, Ra- the Ravens Chargers lost six this five. weekend. Ravens lost. Uh, the Patriots, they're not doing too well. They're under 500. Yeah, they're six and five. The Bengals Brown's sitting, are Browns sitting at four and seven. Yeah, the, yeah, I don't know, man. I, the I don't think they're going to make the playoffs because the Bengals go in the division, and I don't think the Browns get yeah. a wild card. Four and seven is not going to. That that's too that's too late. Uh, I don't yeah, think the I mean, get a wild card. Not if they win, if they win the next what? One. They win the next. They got to win the next six games. They be ten and seven. That's wild card. And yeah, I, don't I don't. I don't got them winning. Card. I don't got them winning six games with a quarterback who hasn't played in two years. Right. No, definitely not. Um, because uh, you don't have no real rapport with your with your first string offense. Right. I. I would say they split that. They would go three and three. So I'd have put them at like I, seven I and say ten. One and five. Damn. No happy ending for the Browns. No, I mean I gotta look at their schedule, but I say one and five. Yeah, I don't even know who they're playing. Um, <laughs> he, he left those heavy innings in Houston. I mean, they got to play the they, Bengals. They're playing the Texans. So. They're playing the Bengals. Okay, that's a win. That's a the loss. Texans a win. Bengals a loss. They're playing the Ravens. Loss. That's a loss. They're playing the Saints. That's a win. They're playing, they're playing the playing Commanders. Commanders. Left hand up. That's a loss. They're playing the Browns. Oh, the, the Steelers again. Mm-hmm. I'm going... I, I'm going with Omar Epps. <laughs> yeah, I'm always going to root for Omar You got Epps. the juice now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I think they'll make a strong push. I think they might wind up winning. Now that, now that we said the names of the teams, two and I'll give them two wins. Yeah, maybe two wins. Sure. Two and four. What kind of massage do you have? Wow. That's uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next segment. Uh the and things portion of the show. Uh Jones barbecue flip massage. Jones barbecue. <laughs> Why do you get his dude sound bites, man? <laughs> they should have never gave his nigga sound bites. Uh <laughs> so uh as we stated before, um John and I are currently on tour. Uh we have done what 13 shows so far? I think so. We're nearly halfway through. And we're playing tomorrow night at the Wow Theater. Wow Hall. Wow Hall um, in Eugene, Oregon. Um, John, give us a little cap on how you feel like the tour has been going so far. Um, I mean, it's been going the way that we would have expected it, which is a little slow. We haven't toured in we haven't toured the US in five years. And um we're 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 just getting back into touring after our European tour was postponed. So people are just starting to get back into us. Some cities were better than others. Um, some cities were weaker than others. But for the most part, I think it's been okay. I think the impact is starting to starting to affect people now. They're starting to see that we're 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 back to w- where we left them. Um, hmm. I think with Odyssey doing new music without having released an album yet has a negative impact right now, but we knew that, um, once the album comes out and it's been sitting in people's heads for a few months and we go out to Europe next spring, 
I think the it's going to have a much more positive impact. Not to say that it's this tour has been negative. It's been great. Santa Fe is fantastic. Uh, San Francisco last night was really good. Um, L.A. was cool. We've had some really really good shoot. Yeah, L.A. was 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 great. Um, but you know, it's been a little bit low attendance, which was to be expected because of COVID. Yeah, I think we we fall into the the bracket of a lot of artists that are just getting back out there and torn again. Like nobody's really selling out venues like that, unless you're like big, big, like A-list, you know, stadium-esque artists at this point. Um, and yeah. I, I think I agree. But the the thing, the interesting thing that I'm watching, uh, when we do do the new songs, even if people don't know them, by the by the first by the the first switch of the first song that we do um they, they're kind of like in it because it's such a upbeat thing that's happening it's like you can't help but like move a party to it because it's it's a party song you know um even though even though it doesn't start like that it kind of it gravitates toward that and then you know where he's he's speaking about the fact that these the people don't know these songs and you know um I think I think I don't think that works to a disservice to what we're doing. I think people feel like they got it. They get an exclusive look into like what's to come, you know, even if they don't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, attendance has been. Considering the rooms that we're playing and the rooms that we played the it's last been the time Washington we were out. <laughs> yeah, like it's like we're playing <laughs> some of the same rooms. Mediocre. With half the cap. Um <laughs> But you know the motto is always the same motto, whether it's two or two thousand. It don't make a difference with me. Like right, going in and kill them. Um, and since they already announced the European tour and they're working on some other stuff, um, it's just gonna. It's just interesting to watch the build up to back to like you kind of got to build up to where you were and then kind of surpass that. You know, so yeah. the build up has been super interesting to watch. So yeah, Trey, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, tour is dope, man. Tour is dope, man. Just man, it's just yeah. Been, the shit out of that flute. Been a lot of energy, man. <laughs> just just a lot of energy, you know. Um, you know. Well, thank you, Trey. Yep. Yeah. You you know what? What's been your what's been your absolute favorite city? Thirteen shows in, and your absolute worst. Thirteen shows Ooh. in. Um, oh, that's a good question. I think the most the most fun city was Santa Fe, as far as the venue and the crowd. The crowd was lit as fuck. Um, the venue was crazy. It was also super, super cold. It was like eighteen degrees. Um. But I would say I would say LA was a close second. It was mm. much warmer weather. Um, the The crowd was fantastic. They bought a ton of merch. Uh, they recited all the lyrics that they, they knew. <laughs> well, that they knew. Yeah, they were calling out requests. They were all a part of our banter. Um, so yeah, Santa Fe and LA, I think, are a tie. As far as uh, the shows that I feel like could have been a little bit better, um, San Diego was just weak, man. They just 
There was no energy whatsoever. Uh, if you can see the video footage, it just, I, I had a college friend who came to see me and she said, she said, that's just how they are, man. They don't, it's like going to a jazz concert. They just, they're there to listen. They're not there to participate in any physical activity. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. You know what's funny, though? Some of the crowds have been reminding me of, like, when we play, like, Europe. They just kind of stand around, no yeah. real movement. It's just like, but after the show, they're all coming like, yo, man, that was crazy. Yeah, Can you this, do this? It was the like, greatest show we'd ever seen. Oh, yeah. Wow. Last night, uh, we played, well, was it? It was last night we played um, San, Francisco. San Francisco. And I, I felt like I was doing a clinic after the show because I had these people coming to me asking me all these base questions. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, hey, can I? And somebody was like, "Can I take a picture with your base?" I was like, uh, "Sure." Like, I'm not gonna say that'd be five dollars. <laughs> like, but I, you know, it's it's interesting. Like, um, I think I think it's been eye opening to us to like even be traveling as much like, to be back out and traveling like this. Like, this this kind of reminds me of like uh, this is like pre pre uh, out front of house engineer day so like 2014 we were driving around we had to do all the driving and all the stuff and it was like us in a van and you know us doing everything and the logistics and all that stuff so i i kind of relish in that space um also oh you know what tell you gotta tell a story about what happened to us in la <laughs> oh <laughs> gotta shit. tell the story <laughs> so <clears throat> this was thanksgiving morning we had a day off and me, uh, it was Dennis, our photographer and documentarian, uh, Lawrence and I, we were trying to see if we could find some place, some restaurant that would be open on Thanksgiving. So we just took a shot in the dark and we walked out. Um, we were staying in Inglewood, which is in the hood. Uh, it's blood territory. And the three of us are walking down the streets, a beautiful day out. And we see this dude standing on the corner uh, wearing all red. He's wearing red pants. He had on like these brown Air Force Ones with the red swooshes. And he was rolling a blunt. And we were like, oh boy, all right. Let's just smile and nod and just keep walking by. And so we walk by and he looks at us and he goes, good morning, gentlemen. Happy Thanksgiving. And we were kind of thrown off, off guard for a second. We looked at him, we were like, hey, man, good morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. He was like, all right. And we just kept walking. I was like, okay, that was bizarre. That was like a scene out of It Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Right, right. So we get to the first restaurant. Of course, they're closed. And Lawrence's friend, who he was talking to on the phone, said that there's a restaurant right down the street that was open. So we walk about 1,000 feet to the corner of La Brea and Manchester. And there's a shopping cart and a stroller filled with clothes just sitting there. I'm like, all right, there's a lot of homeless people here. And we're standing there waiting for the light to change. And this homeless dude is crossing the street and he thinks that we're touching his shit. And he's just yelling at the top of his lawn. He's like, man, y'all motherfuckers get the fuck away from my shit. I don't want y'all touching my shit. And we're just like ignoring him. And he walks up behind me so I kind of like turn, not to face him, I kind of turn sideways because, you know, I swing with my right. So I wanted to be ready just in case. <laughs> it's and, a swing with my, 
So this this dude starts saying some shit, and he looks at me. He goes, "Look at this bungalow ass nigga." <laughs> he called me a bungalow ass nigga, and uh, Lawrence was on his phone, and he looks at Lawrence. He goes, "Look at this motherfucker on the phone." <laughs> And then this cop pulls up in the police cruiser and he's at the light and rolls down the window. And the homeless dude starts yelling at him. He's like, what the fuck are you looking at, motherfucker? <laughs> and he starts walking towards, he starts crossing the street, walking towards the cop. And he's like, you better get away from my car. You better walk away right now. If you get any closer, something's going to happen. He's like, what you going to do? What the fuck you going to do? Light changes. We cross the street. By the time we crossed the street, the police cruiser did a U-turn mm-hmm. and got out of the car to confront this dude. We're like, oh man, should we get our should we get our phone cameras out? Dennis is like, man, just look up, man. This camera's all over the street. <laughs> cameras <laughs> everywhere. Every corner. Every corner there was a camera. And so finally Lawrence found another spot, but we had to get an Uber. So we just waited on the corner. The cop drove away. The homeless dude was like shadow boxing. And he stripped out his clothes and was shadow boxing. Yeah, he started. Yeah, he started taking off his shirt. He was topless and just shadow boxing. (laughs) Very interesting Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, yeah. And then we wound up at Denny's and we couldn't even go in there. It was terrible. We went to Denny's, but luckily, Amir called and said he found a place that's open. So. And then we ended up at Palms for Thanksgiving. If you guys are ever in LA, go to Palm Star. Amazing. Yep. Amazing, amazing space. Uh, and tell them, tell them we sent you. They're not gonna give you nothing, but just tell them we sent you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's not gonna gonna do you any good, but you know, shout out to Palms (laughs) Thai restaurant. All right, let's move on to artists of the week. Uh Trey, you can go first. Um, I'm gonna go with um uh recently a group I recently discovered. Um there's a uh a very famous R and B singer. Um, and actually, uh, some guys in her family uh, formed a group. So I, I know you all are familiar with um, Alex Isley. Well, um, a, a couple of guys in her family are brothers, and they put together a group, um, and they call it the Isley Brothers. Um, so um, I think these guys are going to go some places, man. Um, you know, so they have an album. Uh, one of the albums is called Harvest for the World. You should check it out. It's really good. It just stuff. came out. Um, uh no, they got they got a couple uh that came before that. Um, you know, something about <laughs> twisting and shouting or something. I I don't know what it was. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um yeah, that that's my artist of the week. Uh, All right. John. Yeah. Uh my artist of the week is Larry June. Um, I think he's from the West Coast, rapper. He's got a dope album out, but he's got a song that I'm feeling a lot. It's called She's Not Around. Um, we've been listening to Larry June, uh, in the van since he came out like five, six years ago. So, uh, yeah, check him out. Larry June. All right. And my artist of the week is also going to be a a group of young guys that, uh, have been, um, tearing up tours around the country. Uh, Frankie Beverly and Mays, um, get a chance to check those guys out. You might just came out. Yeah, you might want to do it in the next six months or so because, you know, it's it's uh it's getting kind of dire for um, Mr. Beverly. So you know, prayers out to him and his family. You know, but he's dealing with some health issues and all that stuff. So 
you know, we don't, we don't know how much longer they're going to be touring, but if you get a chance to go see them, you know, in the next year or so, it, do yourself a favor. It's one of those groups that like you would, you want to go see them before they, before they're not doing it again, yep. you know? Um, so that's my group of the week. Um, let's do others of the week, movies, documentaries, books, podcasts, et cetera. Uh, John, go ahead. I'm going to go with Pep. See, where's my jet the documentary about the, ah, um, yeah. the marketing, uh, it was a contest that Pepsi had in the nineties where if you collected points from Pepsi cans, you could buy certain gifts out of a book. And in the commercial, it says you can buy a jean jacket, you can buy a patch, you can buy sunglasses. And at the end, as kind of a joke, the kid who's winning all this stuff, he shows up to school in a Harrier jet. And it says on the bottom, Harrier jet is 7 million points. And the whole documentary is about this college kid who decided to make Pepsi own up on the challenge because there was no fine print. So the whole documentary is about him trying to get a Harrier jet from Pepsi. Yeah, that joke is crazy. We were listening to that joke at the Airbnb. That thing is crazy how they yeah. how they went about it. Um, yeah. My other of the week is going to be a podcast called Into the Killing. Cold cases solved. I've been on this Mr. Ballin cold case thing, and you know, uh, um, Mr. Ballin has since exclusively, exclusive, I can't even say the word, exclusively moved to Amazon um, Music. So if you don't have an Amazon subscription, you can't listen to his podcast anymore. I do, but I, you know, I tend to stick with Apple uh, Podcasts, like listen to all my podcasts on there. Um, and this podcast kind of took the place of that podcast. So for me, so if you get a chance, listen to Into the Killing. The guy who does it, um, the guy who hosted, I can't remember his name, but he does, it's interesting because he'll read off all the facts of the stuff that happened that year, and then he'll go into the cold case. And then, you know, as a, the cold case goes year to year or how many other years they pass before they, they solve it, he does like facts about the years in that, the year that they bring it back up or the year that they reopen the case. So it's a, it's a pretty interesting listen. I think each episode is like 30 minutes. It's not super long. Um, I tend to listen to it when I'm in the gym. <laughs> like, I don't know why. That's the worst. We're supposed to listen to podcasts about killing, but that's when I listen to it. <laughs> I mean, they're killing them weights. No, I'm joking. <laughs> that, was, that was silly. All right. Um, on that note, th- that is our show for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys right. for tuning in. Uh, 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 Did you go? Uh, um, My bad. Go. Oh, sorry. I thought you went. <laughs> Forgot the light skin nigga. He's so light. <laughs> I have restarted watching uh, one of my favorite sci-fi series of all time, Stargate SG One. Um, oh about, yeah. It's about U.S. military traveling through a magical Stargate that takes them to all kind of planets all over. Um, all Is over that Star Trek? Galaxy. No, it's not related to Star Trek at all. Okay. I remember Stargate. Stargate right. came out in the 90s too, right? Yeah, about 98. 98. I was still in my uh, my Star Trek The Next Generation bag at that point. Like, I, I, John Luke Picard was my guy, so. Oh, yeah. that was, he, was, he was the guy for me. Like, But no, Stargate was dope too. Uh, the movie that reminds me of both of those, like the parody of those two, was Storm uh, Starship Troopers. Oh yeah, that movie sure. was nuts with the big bugs and all that dumb shit. 
Um, all right. What else? Okay, now we can. Anybody want to take Jay's? Because Jay's not here. Um, Jay was getting ready for work, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he isn't on the podcast this week. But we'll make sure that he's on the next show that we do. Um, whenever we do it, because me and John are still moving throughout the country. We go to Vancouver in a couple of days, and then we come back down to Portland, and then we go east. Um, and then we go to Canada again before we come back down to DC. Yeah, Toronto and Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, if you guys are in town on in DC on December eighteenth, buy a ticket, come to the show. We love to see you. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. At the nine thirty club. Uh, but on that note, that's our show for tonight. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, thank the um, sponsors that we do have: Unhinged Sport Network, um, Belly Up Sports, and Eating Radio, and anywhere you can find podcasts. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm on that scene from um, uh, the Golden Child when he was having a dream. <laughs> Eddie Murphy was having a dream, and they kept clapping, and then he got burned on his arm. They got the night burn. Anyway, um, check us out wherever you can find podcasts: Apple, Spotify, uh, Google. What's the big one uh, that we got? Was Amazon the, the other boo? Yeah. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us at this point. Like we're we're everywhere. Um, and until next time, it's getting colder. Um, so wrap up, get your flu shots, get all your shots get you can sick. get. Don't get sick, man. Like take yeah. your zinc, take all your your minerals, and put it in your water, man. Like seriously, get your flu shots, get your COVID shots are still going. So get your COVID shots if you haven't had those. I, I would. It's honestly would be mind boggling to meet somebody who's never had a COVID shot at this point. Like not not one like you know but anyway if you haven't got it please get it also give your people their flowers while they're still alive tell your family that you love them um oh you know what before we go on Christmas how was your, how was your well our Thanksgiving was all me and John were together how was your Thanksgiving Trey uh it was good um did you uh, cook something in your slow cooker I um actually. Uh, I took uh, some pulled pork <laughs> over to my in-laws, um, and uh, on Saturday I smoked some turkey at my mom's. So I, uh, that's all I made. Um, let everybody else do the rest of the cooking. What's your so. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? I'll go with stuffing. <laughs> like like regular stuffing or like oyster stuffing or Yo, know, you know, it's like Thanksgiving comes, you eat that food and you be like, "All right, all right, all right. I'm good. I'm good till next year." Like, I'm I'm so good. John, what did you have for Thanksgiving, John? Uh I had pad thai. <laughs> <laughs> pad thai with chicken. Yeah, I had a uh... I had Nang curry with uh, yep. chicken fried rice. Oh, it was we good. We're just breaking all traditions here. We just... <laughs> we, I'm not mad at you. Nah, nah. It was cool. Like, and you know what's crazy? Like, I know people who are still eating... Well, I think today was like the last day you could get away with eating Thanksgiving Day food. Like, if you didn't freeze it or if you froze it... Like, my, I don't like leftovers, so eating leftovers to me is always kind of gross anyway. But Thanksgiving was last Thursday. It's what? What's today? Tuesday? Monday. 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 That's four days, right? Thursday, yep. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be eating that food anymore. Nah. 
Like, nah, you can get South Manila. Cut it off. Like, don't. Friday, Saturday. Saturday should be the absolute last day that you put something from Thanksgiving in your mouth. Oh, pause. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Food, not, you know, oh. not, a, not a loved one. Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. Not a loved one. You can put them in your mouth whenever. Every day if you oh, want pause. to. <laughs> I think that might be the title of the show. You can put a loved one in your mouth every day. <laughs> oh, that's, that's terrible. On that note, we'll sign off before it gets even worse. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll check you guys next. Wow. No. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll check you next week. Peace. Free my nigga that bungalow ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> Uh, wow. Dope. All right. Uh, 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 yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah. We talking sports and things from rookies who ball the vets about to get more rings, plus more things like a jam session or something. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John like slumming, John like pumping. Over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or astro turf with balls and cleats like that jaw. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the nomad, uh, talking sports and things. We're talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we're talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Drake Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. DC, baby. Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.